This is Unclaimed Bands, show 206. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. We're coming to you tonight from Bull Shooters in the Northeast. And our guests are Omnivore. Welcome, guys. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Woohoo! Thank you, we thank get you. The band so I don't hurt with his ego, I got who next to me? Fritz. That's right. There you go. He's still not dead. No, I tried. But that writing campaign's working, okay? He A keeps getting bit. sicker. Oh my God. Enough of that. Can we get you go right down the line, left to right, tell us your name and what you do in the band? Uh, my name is Damien, I'm vocals. Chris, bass, backing vocals. Bob, drums. Jason, guitar. Alright, cool. Well, I'm glad to have you guys here. Glad you could take time to do this. Got a lot of exciting stuff to talk to about what's going on with Omnivore. But before we do, why don't we listen to a song? What are we going to hear first? We are going to start off with uh, a very interesting ditty called uh, Trapped in a Trunk. Trapped in a trunk. Yes, trapped in it's a trunk. It's obviously a holiday song. I love it. Oh, All right, let's uh, let's listen to Trapped in a Trunk.
even better here it does it does, it does. It does. It does. You know? now uh, can you can you guys tell us something about that song um, well actually I'm gonna let Jay take this one because he actually wrote it I just sing it it's actually a, one of two songs it's a it's a brother and sister song we have a song trapped in the trunk which is a story about a carny serial killer who uh, picks up his victims from town to town traps them in a trunk uh, as he's traveling and mutilates them so it's a buddy them. flick, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty much, a, it's pretty much a, a short story on a serial killer, but the second story, uh, second song is called Body in a Barrel, and it's a story of how that serial killer disposes of these bottles and the enjoyment that he gets from disposing of the bodies. Sweet! Yeah, short we, story. We, we, were, we couldn't decide on whether or not we wanted to go horror or romantic comedy, so we kind of did a little bit of both. I mean, because he does fall in love with his victims, and he... He, he, he fantasizes about torturing them and the, th the different things, and there's actually a few sexual parts in the song. I mean, you heard it. With you guys? No. Uh, I can't see that. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, how did the band get started? Do you know what? I'm going to turn uh, that one over to Chris, because I'm new. <laughs> Me, Jay, and Bobby have been together since uh, 1986. We were a band, I guess I can legally say this, we were the Citadel for uh, over 27 years and uh, due to legal issues we uh, had to change our name and Damien came up with the name Omnivore. How you doing? And by the way it's the Latin spelling so don't put an O in there. It's a yeah. big A with it's, it's dots with an, and shit. It's with an A not an O. Um, yeah I, I I joined up with these guys maybe about a year ago. Uh, um, it's about a year ago sometime this week. Yeah, actually. Um, <laughs> anniversary is second anniversary. And that, that was our drummer. There you go. Um, we, um, you know, the Citadel has been around for about, like you said, 20 years. And, you know, there was there were some things going on behind the scenes, but we also kind of collaborated and felt it was time to step out from that shadow and become something new, something more, something something that was darker and just fucking going to rip somebody's since, throat since out. Since Damien so. joined the band, it put a whole new dynamic on the band. So, I mean, we were thinking about using some form of the Citadel, but... We decided that with a new singer, a new dynamic, new sound, that we uh, a whole new name would, would go well. So. Well, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We're rocking I mean. this name hard, too, fellas. We are rocking yeah. this name hard. 
right. And nobody trademarked this one. So. Wow. <laughs> it's always a plus. Always a plus. You don't. You never like getting beat out by an yeah. 80s hair metal band. By some so. pussy in California. So, I mean, we've already touched on the one song, but can you go a little bit more into the the, the new record you have, uh, 40 Days? Can you can you talk about that? Because obviously it's got a theme behind it. Yeah, this it. is uh, this, this whole album is themed on death, many different versions of death. So we have the serial killer songs, of course, but we also have a song called The Morning, which is about loved ones lost. Um, we have a song uh, uh, called In the Darkness. It's about um, you know being consumed by death, and also a song called Blood in the Water, which is actually a song about uh, personal suicide. It's a it's an innerscape as opposed to an outerscape. So instead of you being outside looking in, this is the the victim, the person going through the process, sharing his thoughts and his his, his realizations as he goes through the song. Now, to be quite honest, you know, I mean, it's it's very heavy. I mean, from what I've heard so far, which is great. But with such a, a dark theme like that, I mean, honestly, I, I'd expect you guys to be like, you know, well, wearing a little bit more black and a little bit more pasty and be like, you know, very emo, okay? Because that's, that's some pretty, pretty, pretty heavy stuff. Wow, it but is. How do, you, how do you reconcile dark themes like that with, you know, I'm trying, I'm assuming that you're, you know, hopefully no one's listening to this and then going, like, well, life's no good anymore. I'm just going yeah, to give actually, it. Yeah, we, we touch on a lot of things, but I think um, each one of us individually, I think everybody you know, if not yourself, has been touched by death, whether it was your, a loved one or, or a really close friend or even a really close call. Because uh, part of the, one of the songs we have lurking in the attic is a song about facing your own mortality, which, which we all do, especially as you get a little older, when you're not 21 no more, when you're 35 or 45, you really start looking back at how much time do I have left? And can, can it come tomorrow? And of course we know it can. And we know we know people have died in car accidents. And, and not to, to bum anybody out, it's not all about that. There's some political themes and even uh, some ancient alien touching oh. thing. There's like yeah, our fist cycle. The ancient alien song is actually about the world oh, being it's exploded. Wow. It's, blown up it's by about everybody dying. It's an apocalypse song. We, we were just, the, the, the song is half about, you know, why didn't the politicians do more? And, and help us with the alien people. but And then they, we got blown up anyway. So and then there's Kevlar and cocaine, which I guess you could say is about that, too. It's about the yeah, Mexican... It's about the game. You say that. Wrong. I had a guy who was a conspiracy theory, not that I used to work with. Right. And the one time he launches in this great one, he goes, See, the government, the government is going to let all this violence happen, so we're going to demand that they take the guns away. They're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna ask them for gun control, and that's how they're gonna get our guns away from us. And I was like, damn, that's kind of like right there. Mm-hmm. And then he follows it up with, but of course, then we're gonna be screwed when the aliens come, and we got nothing to defend ourselves. And with. Ruined, yeah. There you go. We're like, yep, yeah, there we go. So good one out the window. So why do theme death? Why? Uh, well, because I think it's one of the easiest things to write about. Um, and the fact that nobody actually knows what happens when you're gone. I mean, there's so many different theories and different, you know. You know, religious views on what happens afterwards. You're either just gone, or you go to a better place, or you come back as something else. And it's just that, it's just there's just so much there, so much, there's only, so there's much only to write two about. realizations in life, and that's death and love. And we're not exactly the love song kind of band. So well, for I, don't us, he, I don't know about that. He's dressed in a tutu, so I don't. You know, really <laughs> vocalist so is a little I, shaky. I, I would well. say for us, it was, um, it was, it was a, it was a dip in the darkness, but. Uh, the stuff that we're writing now is is we're we're, we're kind of all in the horror. We're all in the uh, darkness. Okay. And, and if you look at Edgar Allan Poe, that's a dark edge. I prefer I prefer right. my happiness with a we you know, with a grin. Um, but, <laughs> I like that. But, I, like that. I like that a lot. But you know, at the same time, you know, you, you really 
You, you gotta, you gotta embrace the unknown. And there's death is nothing more unknown after the switch is off. And, and that's what he was trying as, to touch. Right. As far as a lot no, of this, that's, that's as, good. as far right. as a lot of this stuff goes, like when I entered the band, everything was already written. Um, I mean, there was a couple lyrical changes here and good there. Move. Like they were pretty much done. <laughs> um, so I really just had to walk in and, and put my vocals on things and, you he's, know, learn. He's very some... modest because we actually had to rewrite a couple songs. And there was one song that was something, two songs actually, that were something completely different. And uh, we gave him the music without having him hear the old vocalist or the old lyrics. And he literally rewrote the songs. And, and all of us were extremely surprised. Uh, like The Morning, for instance, it used to be called Global Suicide. It was very political. It was very dated. And he took it and, and, and wrote about wrote about his experience with death, death and loved ones lost and and uh, it's 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 it, it just heartfelt. You could just feel the pain in his voice. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I think the yeah. themes are very uh, they're, they're very universal. I mean, everybody everybody's like you said, everybody's touched by it in some way. It's just I, I uh, and it's certainly not depressing from you know from what and I, we, so we I think that's try great. To ask the questions and not tell you how you feel, but it, lyrically we we want to we want to engage you. Uh, to, 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 to think about your own mortality, to think about your own loved ones lost. And, and uh, you know, that, that angers people when you lose people. And people who yeah. don't believe in God have no real groundwork to, to work up from. Is if, if, if you don't believe in Christ then, or, or, or religion in general, then, then you're dead and, and there is nothing else, which is a possibility, too. Mm -hmm. yes. Or your spirit could just be energy, as Einstein predicted, and you just... And God knows the world the ain't all sunshine and roses. So. No, no, it's no. not. I mean, so, with, I don't mean to interrupt you, no? but I mean, as far as, as far as a lot of that goes, I mean, this is, I took a lot of the things that they had written beforehand and, you know, I really tried to, to make it my own and, and feel what was, what was being written on the paper. And we hope mm -hmm. when people hear this and they, they hear the emotion through the music and the emotion through the vocals, you know, they're like, they get it. They understand yeah. what I've been feeling. I'm not right. the only one. So we and and none of the none of these songs are slow. None of I mean oh, no. none of them are slow. And it's meant to be that that it's we may be singing about the end, but it's not the end. It's nothing to be it's nothing to be sorrowful sorrowful about or or melancholy. It's we're trying to we're just trying to express our views about death and the afterlife and things going on in our in ourselves now. And express them with as much aggression and energy and anger and hatred as possible. And if, if anything, to use it as therapy or be yeah. cathartic now, and, and yeah. take it. Yeah. And, 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 and like Damien said, so you know you're not alone out there because, I mean, <laughs> nobody's really we, alone we've all there. touched on sad subjects in our lives. And, and to take it and know somebody else feels the same way or yeah. right, a different yeah. subject. So Cool. What, what do you think... Um, and this, this is for each one of you, okay, if you want. What do you think sets your band apart from other bands? Uh, one thing, you can hear what the singer is singing. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yes! Survey says. Top band. So. Enunciation is key as far as my vocals go. Like, we all, I mean, these guys are, no offense, much older than I am. Um, but I, I, wow. I, grew, I brought my crutches with me today. <laughs> I, grew, I grew up in the 90s. With, you drum with them, right? With bands like Pantera, Sepultura, yeah, Machine Head, um, who enunciated, who, you know, you didn't, they didn't sound like the Tasmanian Devil. And I want, as a vocalist slash writer, I want people to understand what I'm saying and not have to read a booklet and get it. The lyrics are extremely important to us. It's the basis of the heart and soul of the music. Mm -hmm. We're not just coming up with music and be like, hey, let's throw some words to it. You know, for the most part, we generally create around a theme, an idea, and try to get that music as eerie as the topic which we're writing about. And 
we don't really, as much as we want people to love our music and at least enjoy it, um, we not we we really write for ourselves. What we've dealt with, what we what we have to offer, you know, it's either you like it or you don't. I'm not gonna. I don't want to change what I do or what we do to to fit in with today's. Yeah. Whatever it is right. that's out right. there. We're not selling it. We're sharing it. I, I right. got 100%. you. That's good. I like that. That's, and that's as Damien said, we're a lot older. I mean, we have, I think, with writing, come, I mean, with maturity comes good writing, I think. Yes. Uh, you have a lot more of a pool back. to draw from, yeah. from different life experiences and stuff like that. So, uh, hopefully it shows. And, and awesome. Damien's a guy way behind, beyond his years, especially in his writing, you know. All right, well, I'll tell yeah, you he what. He writes like a 45-year-old man. <laughs> why don't you? Uh, <laughs> on a typewriter. <laughs> uh, well, why don't we let people listen to another song? Uh, what are we going to let them listen to this time? Uh, this is the uh, sister song to Trapped in a Trunk. This is the aftermath. This is the body. disposal of the body. This is called Body in a Fucking Barrel. This is Body in a Fucking Barrel. <laughs> Tonight. To me it's not 
Unbelievable. Body in the fucking, fucking barrel. barrel. Omnivore is our guest. Yeah. Uh, yes. Was that not the creepiest thing you've ever heard in your life? Oh, it was creepy one. Just, yeah. No, I look at you and you're the creepiest oh. thing. No, I'm oh, the creepiest oh. thing you've ever seen. There's a oh. difference between seen and heard. That's you should true. know that, old man. Excuse you me. You should old know guy. that. Hey, 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 hey. Turn, hey, turn hey. the miracle ear up. <laughs> Wait till you get back to the home, okay, guys? All right. Listen, uh, <laughs> what's, the, what's the best place uh, for people to find out more about Omnivore? Where, where should they go? That's, uh, uh, you can go to uh, ReverbNation.com backwards slash Omnivore, and we're on Facebook, and uh, we've got our own website. It's uh, Omnivore.Wix.com backwards slash uh, Omnivore. We got bad bios and pictures and videos and links and merch cool. and all kinds of stuff. Up when the shows are coming up. Everything you need to know. Okay, so people, you know where to go to, to find out more about this band and uh, find out certainly where they're playing at. That's the best way to ever see and experience a band is go check them out, go see them live, buy some stuff, keep them going, get an autograph, photo. These guys are really friendly, okay? Trust yeah, me. Yeah, we, we totally love We don't look friendly. We don't look friendly, but no, we are yeah, yeah, yeah. not <laughs> saying that at all. You guys look friendly. Trust me. So. Um Pound for pound, yeah, the you biggest got... metal band in Philadelphia. <laughs> there, there you go. go. We'll okay. have to slap a picture on there so everybody gets that. <laughs> Heaviest band in Philly, pound for pound. At least, <laughs> at least a thousand pounds sitting right here, maybe more. All right, it's this is for this beat. is for all you guys. What was your first record you ever bought with your own money? Uh, I'm going to start with that one, um, and this should come to no surprise to anybody who knows me. Uh, Pantera, Vulgar Display of Power, 1992. Oof. Wow. I would probably say a Kiss album. I'm not sure which one. I'm a huge Kiss fan, going way back. Uh, you can tell by. I don't know. I don't know which one, but that was probably it. Mine was Motley Crue. Shout at the devil. Wow. I um. I actually I used to steal my sister's music all the time, but the first album I personally bought was Diary of a Mad Man by Ozzy Osbourne. Cool. Okay. Okay. Great okay. album. Four shady yeah. five-ish. You know I liked you for some reason. Yeah. So listen. <laughs> other than uh, other than omnivores music. When you're in the car, radio on, song comes on, what song do you, uh, you feel compelled to belt out and sing? Megadeth, a lot mm. of Megadeth, a lot of Slayer. 
Okay. That's it. I got Megadeth in the car right now. Pantera, Anthrax. Anything by them, right? Anything by them. You're just belting it out. All right. I, I listen to more rock and roll. <laughs> That's fine. It's a judgment-free zone. Yes. yes. Uh, you, any you, any you old Taylor Swift, classic it's okay. rock. Yeah, oh, My little no, pony, no, I ain't going that, that far. <laughs> My daughter listens to that crap. Mars. <laughs> Bruno Mars. <laughs> now, any, any classic rock, because they're the only ones in there the lyrics to yeah. We have all flavors in the band. That's what makes it, I think, part of the things that make us unique. I always tell these guys, like, what makes us unique is, is our band habits. Our band musical habits give us our sound. Like, when he decides to stop and go, it might not be mathematically correct, but that gives us our groove. And same thing yeah. with the singer. When he decides to come in and go out, and, and when I decide to leave and come back, and these are just habits. These aren't things that we really write. It's just kind of who we are, but it helps to create what we sound like. And we sound, we have our own, so we don't sound like anybody else. I'm dying Jamie? to know. <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't forget about you. Um, the, this, <laughs> whew, this is a left fielder. Um, There's the, a uh, flute involved. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, not talk about band camp, okay? There's not actually. Um, the song that comes on that I like to belt out the most, um, and it actually song. it's got a huge backstory, but I'm not going to get too much into it, uh, reminds me of my father, um, is... Uh, the original Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin. Uh, yes, ah, great okay. song. I mean, yeah. when I'm not listening to metal, I go, because to me, that was some of the most wonderful, <coughs> heartfelt storytelling music that was out there. You know, the Crochies, yes. the Taylors. Yeah. You know. Don't Preach. Yep. So, I don't know about Madonna, but. I remember know. being in my mom's car when I was a kid in the back seat there, and Papa Don't Preach come on there. I said, hey, Dad, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you want to be in three years? Right back here talking to you guys. Really? Be in Europe. I like to be oh, in Europe. Europe. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Uh, yeah, Europe. We we'll be there doing this by satellite. <laughs> right. Hey, that works for us. We're Skyping. We're Skyping for you. <laughs> Skyping. Yeah, we, we like to, uh, we've been talking, we have opportunities to, uh, that we're fielding to go to England. Uh, pretty much starting out <laughs> in so England, and then we'll go abroad. from there. <laughs> well, you can do that in Europe. So, Caitlin Hughes here. <laughs> one thing we haven't done and it, it's my dream as, as well as I think as anybody uh, is to tour we, we've never had the opportunity to tour like proper touring anyway mm -hmm. I mean we've done here there states different states but not like a tour tour that would be awesome within the next three years and, and I think it's attainable doable uh, no, I, th no, I think so. I think it is. Yeah, we good label backing. He doesn't yeah. know it yet, but we really like to spend his money. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. Before we wrap everything up here, um, is there anything you want to say to your fans out there? Um, you know, feel free to hit us up uh, on the any of the websites. Um, you know, we want to get the CDs out there. You know, we don't charge an arm and a leg because, you know, if you can't afford it, you ain't going to buy it. So, um, just remember that we're always approachable. We're always fun to hang out with. We're always good to throw a beer back with. And um, just keep supporting the scene. Keep supporting Omnivore. And, uh, you know, someday we'll rock out right next to you, no doubt. Fight the good fight. Um, you know, we're calling all freaks, all, all, all the unforgotten, uh, you know, people who don't fit in. That's who we are. Well, we're, we're, we're the dark ones in the corner. We're the ones who got picked on. Although you wouldn't be picking on anybody sitting here today. I uh, nah. guarantee. <laughs> Except for but, the 2 2 one. But, um, you know, um, we, we like the dark and twisted. We, we, we like uh, the unexplainable. And, and uh, we want you to join our crowd. Just uh, just be you. You're not going to change for us. Just rock it. Cool. But well, the look, best thing, we like we have to, like to have a good time. We're, I mean, we're all 
We're all brothers. Wait, none of us is not friendly. Most of us are functioning um, drunks. <laughs> <laughs> so, people, you'll be right talking about this me. band. <laughs> no, he I'm resembles not. that remark. No, I'm not. Damien. A, I'm a manic depressive. Out of my yeah. either. I, I occasionally <laughs> like to cut myself. <laughs> <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> and Bob's an enabler, the drummer. He likes to give out band aids. It's a match made. <laughs> Well, listen, guys, I want to thank you for taking the time to do this. really appreciate it. No uh, everybody, go Pleasure. check out Omnivore. Okay, you've got the uh, got the, the websites and everything for that. If not, just roll it back just a little bit. They did tell you. Uh, there's no excuse for not to find more about this band. Yeah, and, uh, and And if you are, well, then, you know, you don't. F you, okay? That's what I yeah. said. All right? Fuck, yeah. everyone. Fuck, everyone. Fuck everyone. Who doesn't come see the band? Who doesn't come see Yeah, let's see be clear about that. Very clear, clear about that. that. That's track nine on the album. Yes. Fuck everyone. Yeah. Fuck everyone. There you 40 go. fucks in three minutes. That's got to be a fucking record. We'll look it up for you, Derek. Guinness, we're calling right. you! Until uh, until next time, everybody, this is Sean. And Fritz. And uh, Omnivore has been our guest. Make sure you Woo! check in. Thanks, guys. Playing bands some more. Thank you again. Love you guys. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely ways of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of an unclaimed band, its parent company, or subsidiaries.